0: It's lit. Welcome to Tap In with Tay, where health is wealth and you find joy in the journey. Welcome to a space full of healing conversations, authentic, transparent talks, and just real revelation about lifelong lessons that God has given me over time that hopefully you possibly probably more than likely can relate to so this is not only a place that you will listen to me talk and interact with me but it also requires your participation so yes go ahead and grab a notebook and a pen because we are going to live journal so grab your notebook and pen and let's get ready to tap in Shine. but he wasn't a match, wrote some songs about hm-hmm no one listened to that, even almost got married, and from, I'm so thankful, wish I could say thank you to, cause he was an angel, one taught me love, one taught me patience, and one taught me pain, Mm-mm-mm. Look, y'all, I'm sorry, y'all, look, leading up to this episode, y'all, like, this is the song that's been playing in my head the last two weeks, and I'm like, what is it that I'm supposed to talk about on this podcast today? And here we are, y'all, welcome back to Tap In with Tay. If you didn't hear the intro, then just welcome. I'm excited to have y'all here, and I'm excited about this conversation today. I don't know what, how it's gonna flow, but we just gonna already know we're here to be transparent, be real. Look, your girl cannot say... sing like she cannot sing but y'all when I was really asking God I'm like what do you want me to come on here and talk about because the last two weeks this song like this song Thank You Next has been just going in my head I'm like what are we doing and I just heard the Holy Ghost say stop the inner vows so we're gonna go with it I don't know where we're gonna go but we're gonna (laughs) flow with it so y'all I was really just sitting here thinking about it like how music really plays a role in these vows that we make, you know, when I think about different things, um, that God was bringing to my attention when it comes to stop the inner vows, God was just like, you know, stop, make my people aware of like, they have power that lives on the inside of us. Like we are literally God's likeness. We are made in the likeness of his image. And God was like, I really need my people to wake up and realize what they be saying. Um and think about even the things that we used to say then that we now have to come out of agreement with. And so you're probably like, Shante, what are you saying? So, look, let's look back to the song, listening about the song. You know, she says, "So I end up with or I thought I end up with" Sean. But he wasn't a match. Wrote some songs about so-and-so. Wouldn't listen to that. Even though us got married. And for, I'm so thankful. Wish I can say thank you to Malcolm. Because he was an angel. And she says, um, you know, I loved and I lost. But that's not what I see. She, there was a lot of things that she was saying. And she was trying to have the right perspective of thank you next. Like, thank you for what happened. You know, but next. It's time to move on. And Something that I'm seeing is that a lot of vows that we have made, it's hard for us to now say, okay, next, because we're still stuck on these inner vows that we've made because of maybe heartbreaks, maybe because of trauma, maybe because family relationships, abusive relationships, old friendships where you may have gotten hurt, backstabbed, whatever the case may be. You've now made these inner vows within yourself and now it's time for you to go back and come out of agreement with those things. So what am I saying? So let's give it some perspective. So let's say like romantic relationships. Look, y'all, it's time to be transparent, be real. Look, I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't like ratchet, look, I'm ratchet, but I'm still safe. if you don't like it, you might want to X out and go to the next podcast video, whatever the case may be. But... So I'm thinking about like how a lot of times when I was upset, I was in my feelings, I was in my box, y'all. About um, relationships, like old relationships that wasn't going the way that I wanted to, wanted them to, whatever the case may be. um, I would listen to music that would not only somewhat, not all the time did the music really match how I felt, but it would amplify my emotions. Like, for instance, have y'all ever been around somebody who... They want advice only if you're going to agree with them. But if you're going to disagree, they don't want your advice. But as long as you're going to hype them up like, yes, it's like, period. Like, yes, go. Tell him. Tell him this. Tell him that. Or like, go out to the club. Forget him. Like, that, Or, you know, y'all you know how to be. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Even like homeboys, y'all probably like, Y'all want to talk to a, y'all rather talk to y'all homeboy that's going to tell y'all, man, forget her. Like, we be outside. We going to do whatever, whatever. Like, forget her. We going to do our own thing. Like, let's go to so-and-so. Y'all want advice when someone is going to agree with you. So, I think sometimes we listen to music that is somewhat agreeable. But not only agreeable, it's going to, like, amplify all those emotions. So, y'all, when I would be in my feelings about relationships, y'all, let's talk about it. Um, I would listen to these songs and... Like, some of the songs that I think of, um, mm, we're not going to go there. But (laughs) some of the songs I listen to, let's say, okay, I remember at one point I was, like, upset with someone that I had dated. And uh, we were dating or whatever we was doing. I don't know what we was doing at that point. Um, But I would listen to this song uh, single again by, uh, not by Trina, y'all, y'all ratchet. Mm-hmm. I felt that. Not Trina. Uh, I was listening to Single Again by Janae Aiko and Big Sean. Look. And I would listen to the song and I'm like, I'm single again. Uh-huh. Tell them we will be better off friends. Maybe I should just focus on me. Slow down, don't rush romance. I would listen to that song, right? And a lot of the parts in that song, she was talking about how, like, her and Big Sean was talking about, ain't that coincidental, Right. Anyway, they was talking about how they didn't really need nobody else. They needed to focus on themselves. Themselves are better off by themselves. Like, they don't, at least they know if they have themselves, they'll never be number two. I think that was actually, um, I think that was one of the parts of the songs. It was like, as long as I'm number one and I focus on myself, I'll never play number two. Something about all these songs that I would listen to when I was in my box. Uh, City Girls, let's say a period, Megan The Stallion. She's like, I'll never need a nigga money because I make it look you know saying that you don't really need a man you know but the crazy thing is you do sis you do but it's like when we're upset we listen to these songs and now we come agreement with these things and then we wonder why now we can't say next because we still have these words that we have spoken now have created inner vows with ourselves like I don't need nobody I'm better off single I'm better off by myself when really Shantae's heart was really like I do want to be married. Like, I want kids. Like, you know, I want legacy. I want to be a generational curse breaker. I want these things. But because I'm upset, I'm going to talk out of my upsetness and listen to music that's going to amplify that. And so at one point, God was like going back, like, you need to go back and come out of agreement with some of those things that you have said. And he was just showing me like different things that I had spoken over my life. Y'all think that this is just about relationships? Let's switch it up real quick okay so let's go to even business relationships business partners doing business um whether if it's you're doing ministry you have a hard time elevating your business elevating your ministry because somebody may have hurt you in the past and you have now made the um agreement that when you were hurt because let's be real a lot of times god will give us warnings like okay this person they done switched up time to move on go ahead and cut ties but we have decided to stay held on to that person whether if it's business partners whether if it's friendships whether if it's relationships whether if it's staying at a ministry and god's like it's time to move on we choose to hold on to these things right and god's like okay let's be real and if you don't know now you know look god can be messy when it comes to his will being done, he could be messy. If you're not going to listen to him, he's going to make a mess to make sure you know it's him move on. And so, um even let's talk about business relationships. You're wanting your business to take off, you're wanting your ministry to take off, but because things happened in a mess, and it's probably cuz you stayed you overstayed your welcome with that relationship, in that relationship, or it could just simply be, you know, it was God ordained in conflict came up and that person's heart changed their heart posture changed their intentions changed for the business it changed when it came to the ministry god said move on you didn't so you had to make a mess and because the mess happened now you're saying like i'll never do that again i'll never do business with nobody else i'll never i'll never do ministry with nobody i'll do this by myself i'll vent to myself i'll do this by myself and god's like the the, my word says it's not good for me to be alone. So you actually need that partnership. You may need a different partnership. I'm bringing someone else to you, but you're wondering why you have a hard time moving forward in your next. It's because you're still hanging on to these inner vows or these inner vows that are spoken over you. You need to come go back and come out of agreement with it. Y'all think I wasn't going to come for the friendships, too? Let's talk about friendships. Let's talk about the ones that backstabbed you, betrayed you. They're supposed to be your homegirl. They're supposed to be your sister. They're supposed to be, like, a brother. There was a brother to you. You let them sleep on your couch. You let them eat up your food. Ooh, I feel y'all getting mad. Like, I felt that. Y'all getting mad through the screen? Y'all getting mad through this podcast? But look, y'all, when it comes to those situations, sometimes we just needed the lesson. We needed to gain the wisdom. Wisdom comes sometimes by experience. Like sometimes life is the greatest lesson. But because these things have happened, now you're like, ah, I don't. That's why I don't like females. Oh. Sorry, y'all. That just hit. me. <laughs> Some of y'all are like I don't like females, and uh, that's why I don't, I don't rock with dudes like that. That's why I I don't. I say to myself like. Yeah, but guess what? You're probably called to a women's ministry. But because you have this inner vow that you've made, and maybe now you're like, I do want to do women's ministry. I'm ready to accept the call that God's calling me to do. But because you've made this inner vow, you now have to go back and break agreement with that. Or some of you um, maybe just called the mentorship to mentor, mentor young men. Ooh, he talking today. Come on here. Look. Y'all may be called to mentor men, mentor uh, young men, young boys, young adults, older men. And because you've made this inner vow that I don't really mess with men like that. Maybe you were um, treated poorly by a male figure in your life. Maybe it was your father. Maybe it was a family member. Maybe it was somebody that you you was just cool with and now you've made this agreement, like I don't mess with like that. Even females. But now you're being held back from going forth or forward when you really should be saying thank you thank you for the wisdom thank you for teaching me thank you for showing me the signs thank you so now I'm aware now I can walk out in this season in the best season of my life because now this will be my wisest season that means I don't have to go make the same mistake twice I don't have to make it three times I know now God will fight for me I know God will expose any snake in my garden look let's be real y'all it ain't gotta be that deep all the time you know, so sometimes I feel like we need to go back and come out of agreement with these things. Let's even go to family. Let's talk about it. Like, I felt y'all's booty cheeks clench up. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about family, but let's talk about it. Um, some of us, you know, really may have a desire. Let's be real. A lot of us, majority of us have the desire to get married. You may be listening on here like, mm, I don't. I don't have. Yeah, okay. Okay, because he said God gave us these desires. If we look back at Adam and Eve, he gave all of us these desires, right? But because life has happened, we've now made inner vows. Things have happened. We're now like, I- I'm good on that. I don't have time for that. You know, whatever the case may be. But let's talk about family because some of us may have grown up in um, domestic violent families, families that were married. And you've now seen If I have to argue with somebody all the time, if I got to deal with that and you putting your hands on me, you talking to me crazy, even if that was like in a toxic relationship that you were in. and you decided, I, I'm good on that. Even as a kid, that's how powerful your words are. If we're made in the likeness of God's image, that means a lot of you, even though you were chosen as a kid, you didn't realize that power that lived on the inside of you. But even being in a household like that with that dynamic, or maybe it was just how your family is. Maybe they're very argumentative. Maybe they're really... Um, They always want to debate something. They always want to argue. Maybe they get drunk. Maybe they, you know, whatever the case may be. And now you're like, I don't want that. I'm good. You may have said it as a kid. You may not realize it now. But these are old things that we have to come out of agreement with. Because here's the thing, y'all. We have to not only forget how God deals with our enemy, but it's important that we know how the enemy deals with us. And a lot of us fail to realize that the enemy not only studies you, the devil, when I say enemy, y'all, for those who don't know, now you know. Look, the devil, Satan, he not only studies you, but he studies your bloodline. So, what your bloodline missed out on, what they lacked, the intervals they spoke, and he knows how to get them to start speaking these things. Because the sad part about it is the enemy knows us long before we know ourselves he knows you he knows that god has chosen you he knows that you're handpicked he knows that let, let's be real let's look at job he said i'm going to and fro seeking whom i can devour and god said "Hey, you have you considered job he's like well you have a whole fire of a protection around him whether job knew it or not that god had a hedge of protection around him that the enemy could play with his stuff but couldn't touch him Job may or may not have known that, but the enemy did. And here's the thing, the enemy but knows how to try to, he he studies your bloodline and tries to see how I can get you to come out of alignment from God, how to get you to speak against, speak contrary to what God is trying to do. A lot of our angels could be out on assignment on our stuff because when we're, we're ready to pray, we're asking God for stuff like, God, will you do this? God, will you touch this? Bless this? Shift this? Do this? Release this? But then when we're upset, the enemy starts using triggers and old things and now we start speaking contrary to what we've already prayed about. So now it's like you're you're like where are you sending your angels at this point? Like what are you trying to get God to do? Do you want it done or do you not? And I just think that it's important that we come to this knowledge of understanding because the Bible says without knowledge my people perish. They simply perish, and so it's like if we don't have the knowledge about these things, we don't have the knowledge about these things, we're gonna lose every time. And so God was like, "Tell the people, stop these inner vows, go back and renounce these things. Let's go here." So y'all, by the way, find your tribe. That is my ministry. I do Bible study on Thursdays. Come and check it out sometimes because this is literally the kind of conversations we be having, right? Y'all may be thinking like, uh, I don't want to read the Bible. Like the Bible's lit, but we be having really authentic, dope conversations. But we were talking about in Ezekiel 14, um, Ezekiel was telling the people like, go back and repent, like to the idolaters specifically but was like go back and repent for these things but not only repent renounce and renounce is to make an announcement to make a statement that i'm coming out of agreement with these things because here's the thing when we speak these things our words have power you know what i'm saying life and death lies in the power of our own tongue so if you've spoken even as a child over your life um that's why word curses are real sorry y'all i'm going three different directions at one time but this is why word curses are real. When people speak up against you and they say, you know, you're never amounted to be nothing. You're going to be just like your daddy. You're going to be just like your mama. You're going to be just like so-and-so and so-and-so. That's why your business will never thrive. That's why your business will never go forward. That's why your ministry will never. like When people do these things, word curses are real because life and death lies in the power of our own tongue. When you do these things, you're really operating out of witchcraft, but we'll talk about that another day. But people are really witches out here in these streets. Um, But it's important that we even go back in our prayer time and be like, God, what people have spoken over me, whether if I know they spoke it or not, break it now in the name of Jesus. There's... That is the name above all names. We got to know that we can speak against these things that were spoken over us. Even things that we've spoken over ourselves. Like, I can never do that. I don't have enough money to do that. I'm not big enough, famous enough to do that. I don't have the following for that. These things that you speak have power. Go back and come out of agreement with these things. Ask God. If you don't know, like... I could think of a few things or, you know, even now, look, I told y'all in the beginning, make sure you have a notebook and a pen out because it's time to tap in. Start writing down those things that are coming to mind because I want to get it to y'all while it's fresh. Those things that are coming to mind right now that you're like, Oh, I did say that. Oh, I did speak that over myself. Oh, I did. You know, start writing those things down now. I want it to flow while it's fresh because you're going to speak over that thing and you're going to break it tonight in the name of Jesus. But even let's go back to um, abusive family members, abusive um, domestic violent relationships, um, friendships, family members, whatever the case may be. A lot of us may have spoken like, I'll never. I'll never, if if that means I have to argue with somebody, I ain't finna argue with nobody. I'm not finna argue with nobody and that's on period. Like, you wanna argue, you'll be arguing with yourself. Here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with this inner bow. Don't be mad at me, be mad at God. <laughs> Cause that's on period. Cause I didn't write nothing down, we just flowing. But here's the problem with that. A lot of people think that if a relationship of some sort, Um, it could be a business partner, it could be ministry, it could be a marriage, it can be a relationship. People think that if conflict arises, this now means that it's not God. So if you have a business partner, this could be a godly ordained business partner now you need to go back and ask god if he didn't tell you in the first place and you just got in something ask god is this really god ordained is this you let him show you but it could be god ordained but because the word of god says two swords or not two swords iron sharpens iron so what does that mean that means someone else's iron i I think of it as a sword that's why I think of it. Um, if someone has a sword and you have another sword, how do you get it sharper? You rub it up against metal. You rub it up against another metal. Sometimes it's just two knives making it sharper. And so a lot of people tend to think, oh, because now this is creating conflict in my life because this person doesn't agree with everything that I'm saying because we're not, you're not we're not on the same page. This is now not God. Or maybe um, I'm in a marriage and now my husband, my wife, my husband we're not seeing eye to eye he doesn't understand what i'm saying i can talk to him till he's blue in the face and he still doesn't get it now this means it's not god and so what they people choose to do they choose to step out of these covenants come out of these uh, relationships and now go water grass that looks greener when it's not actually greener. That's just because someone else is tending to their own garden. Whether the grass is starting to die, they're now putting fertilizer out when it looks like it's starting to grow, but weeds are coming up with it. Now they're pulling the weeds. A lot of times we look at something else and we're like, oh, I want that. When you don't know what it takes to tend that garden. You don't know what it takes to tend that relationship. There's people... Look, I don't know who I'm talking to, but there's people that even are neglecting their relationships and wanting to jump into another one and jump and mess with somebody else because you see what they do for somebody else and thinking that you're going to get the tra- same treatment. Maybe that's not the case. I don't know whose feet I'm stepping on, but baby, that's not the case. Um, but a lot of times we miss out on the move of God. We miss out on something that actually is God because we see arguments being rose up. But what does that come from? back to the word it says out of your heart the mouth speaks so that means if i made an inner vow as a kid because my family always argued with each other they wanted to yell holler um domestic violent relationship if i have to you know yell you shouldn't have to yell at nobody period like a soft word turns away wrath that's the word of god y'all Words are sweet like honey, women that want to nag all the time and cuss out your boyfriends. It's not cute. Your husbands, it's not cute. Vice versa, men, it don't take you to yell. We got to come into the power of like who God says that we are, but that's another conversation for another day. But um, it's just time that we we recognize these covenants, these agreements we came with. And so in verse for these people that have made decisions like I'm not going to be in any type of relationship that's going to cause me to argue or disagree with somebody here's what happened. Some of you on here may be thinking, well, I'm still with him. I'm still with my husband. I'm still with my boyfriend. I'm still with my girlfriend. And God told me this is God ordained or business, you know, business partner. God said that this is God ordained ministry. This is my armor bearer. This is my mentor. This is, you know, my apostle, whatever the case may be. And some of you may be thinking like, yeah, I'm in this godly thing, but I'm not seeing, you know, any change, go back and pray about it. Go back and ask God about it. How can I better, you know, speak to this person? What can I do better? Because a lot of times God puts us in environment, puts us in situations to not change the other person, but to change ourselves. So sometimes we just need to go back and ask God. It's important that we go back and ask God everything. But because some of us have made these agreements these vows that I'm not going to be with nobody I got to argue with some of you may be like well I'm still here I'm still in the relationship but guess what you do now you shut down hi Yeah. hold by. some of y'all may be like I'm still here but you shut down That's the same thing as being absent. That's the same thing as you leaving. That's the same thing as you running. That's the same thing as you bailing. So, you shutting down, it's probably coming from an old inner vow that you made that if I gotta argue with anybody, that's it. It's not for me. That's not what I'm finna do. I'm not gonna do that with nobody. And here you are. You're wondering why this relationship is not making the shift that it needs because you're a person who shuts down. You're a person who runs. You're the person who doesn't. I don't like confrontation. That is so, we got to come out of agreement with this stuff. How do you not like confrontation, but you want a relationship? I'm, I'm not understanding because there's always going to be something that has to be disclosed. There's always something that has to be shared. You're going to have to be vulnerable. You're going to have to be naked. So it does require uncomfortable conversation. So come out of agreement with that. Stop that inner vow. Even these inner vows like, I don't want to be married. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, for real, stop it. And go back and ask God, like, why do I feel this way? Some of y'all are like, I don't even want to be in a relationship right now. I'm just focusing on me. You really do, though. You're going on five and six, seven, eight dates. And you're trying to tell me that you don't want to be in a relationship. Stop it. You do. You like the attention. You like the love. You like the affection. You don't like the commitment. So where is it in this point in time? Come on come on here holy ghost where did what at what point did you decide that i don't like commitment or came into the inner vow i'll never do a relationship again bet you i won't catch me in about five years who who said that i'm all up in your business today y'all better be writing down because y'all we all need to come out of agreement with some things what is something else holy ghost just kind of coming out of agreement with that um Saying that you don't want to be married, you don't want the. Th- You're saying I don't want the promises of God. That's not that don't that don't add up. That don't make sense. But go back and talk to Father about it. What else, y'all? Um, because Holy Spirit just flowing. I didn't write nothing down. Um, we we just gotta go be mindful um about these vows that we made and something to give y'all clarity too. Like, what? Look, let me ask y'all. When do you usually hear the word vows? Where does that word come from? Where do we hear it the most? A lot of times we hear it in marriage. We hear it at the altar. You give a vow. And what are these vows? You know, for better, for worse, for sickness and in health, for um, till death do us part. These vows. And the crazy thing about it is, is you're making a vow before you know what all is going to happen making a vow to someone same way when we give our lives to christ we're saying yes to god before we even know where this story is gonna go how this is all gonna play out you know how God's without even knowing the end goal you can be so hurt so distraught so abandoned so rejected that you can now make a vow not knowing really what the end's gonna be like god still has a husband for you he has a god-ordained husband for you he has a wife for you he has a family for you he has a business for you. He, you're CEO of a company. You are going to be a national ministry. You're going to be an international uh, ministry. You never know what it is. You're going to have a national mentorship. You're going to run multiple restaurants, multiple businesses, but because we're so stuck in our emotions right then, we speak out of our mouth so soon. And it says, I believe in Proverbs, like to be wise, it's um, being slow to speak, quick to listen. Like sometimes we need to really sit and like before I say this, let me really think about it because we're actually speaking contrary. We're actually speaking warfare into our own life. Wow, that just hit me. You're actually speaking warfare into your own life. So it's time for us to stop the intervals vows and go back and renounce these things, make an announcement. And publicly, some things need to be publicly denounced. So publicly saying that you don't agree with this, some of you may be on social media like, wow, boy, I'm a hot boy. You know, whatever the case may be, y'all know what I'm saying. Um, some of it needs to be denounced, but I pray that it helped, y'all. I pray that, you know, you got some revelation on things that you may have spoken, the things that you've made Um, may have came into agreement with. It could even be about vulnerability, like I'll never be vulnerable with somebody like that again. Some of us, even in relationships, may have told our old partners, you know, I can never see myself with anybody but you. Go back, renounce that, and break that covenant. Because here's the thing about God. He will show you who your spouse is. You don't think so? I know so you don't think so ask god i'm not god go ask god like would you really show me but he'll also show you when you're ready but that's another conversation for another day but if you really want to know god knows that he, he wants to give you the desires of your heart um but god will show you who your spouse is but it may be held up because you made agreements you made vows saying I don't, you know, I don't want this. I can never see myself with nobody else. Okay, go back and break those things. Um, Even family, I just thought about this one. So we're going to go there. Um, Some of y'all, look, y'all got to be careful with social media and just the culture we live in today because I know that there was a few posts that um, I would post and I would say it um, to my family. I would say it to my friends being funny. But um, when people, you know, you know, y'all come around y'all's family during the holidays and they like, who are you dating? Who are you? Da-da-da. When are you going to have kids? When are you going to graduate? When are you going to, they're always doing all that. And so um, I think at times, like when they would talk about kids and things like that, um, I would make a comment about like being the auntie. Y'all seen the posts, you know, there's different posts that are like, I plan on being the auntie that come with a new boyfriend every time. <laughs> That's so bad. Coming with a new boyfriend every time and um, with no kids, I'm be the rich auntie, always traveling. Like, whole time I would say those things and, like, I really wanted kids. I had a deep, deep desire for kids. I have a ton of nieces and nephews, but I really want my own. But because I was hurt, because... I didn't understand why my love life was going the way that it was. And that's what I wanted. I would say those things because I was hurt. And some of us are saying these things um, because we don't want to be disappointed. Let's talk about it. There are some things that we say because it would be better to brace ourselves for disappointment. It would be better to brace ourselves for the disappointment. So to be confident that it's gonna actually fail, it's not gonna work out in the way that I want to. That when it happens that way, I won't be so hurt after all. Ooh, we having a healing session tonight, okay? Clearly, we're we're doing healing tonight. Like, what is happening? Um, but ooh, we gotta be mindful of even moments of disappointment. You know, I think about even. Being transparent, y'all. Like when I left college and I went off to school, y'all. And I'll tell this quick little testimony, but I guess and I guess it's a testimony. But I went off to college and uh, quote unquote, quote unquote, this school was my dream school. Um, it was my dream school, not because I knew much about the school. If I'm being honest now, it's kind of funny looking back on now. But I called it my dream school. Ooh. That's something I might need to break covenant with. See, y'all? I only don't be ministering to y'all. i be ministering back to myself. I don't write nothing down. I let God do his thing. Um, But I called that school my dream school. That is so sad. Anyway, um, so went off to school. And really deep down, though, I really wanted to go to, like, Emory. I didn't know much about HBCUs. But I actually wanted to go... um, I really wanted to move to atlanta my family lived out there um but i really didn't i felt like i would be homesick that just seemed like too big of a leap of faith for me right and so i decided to go to um umkc i knew that they had a six-year med program at the time i wanted to be a doctor for all the wrong reasons because i do not like medicine don't tell my job but we'll save it for another day anyway so um yeah so i thought i wanted to be a doctor it's so funny how god does things but um so i was like you know this is my dream school and so end up going to this school meet some people long story short i mean the epitome like it was a trying experience and i'm saying that because i'm watching my words it was trying okay it was trying um Went out there, a bunch of drama happened, my car got keyed up, people outside my car with crowbars, knives, I mean, it was ratchet, y'all, it was rat, rat, ratchet city chick, it was ratchet, um, so I only stayed there for a semester, um, and I ended up leaving, and I never really told my friends at the time what that, leave, leaving that school, how it really played on my uh, My mind and my emotions I'm starting to see now why because I identified that as my dream school Um, so my dreams felt broken at the time Um, and also too I felt like I actually took a leap of faith I remember I had talked to God about it I remember I prayed about it Um, I wanted to go into the school pre-med and um, when I went into the school as pre-med I got accepted as a pre-med student, which I did not think I would because my GPA was good, but it wasn't, like, fantastic. Um, I didn't think I would actually get in. But I remember when I submitted the application, I was on the floor applying. Look, God's giving me revelation. Um, But I remember talking to God. I was like, I was filling it out, and I was like, God, if this is really for me, like, I'll trust you with it and I'll go and so sent the application I got accepted y'all and then like weeks before I left um I was really scared to go I was actually really afraid to go um and take this leap of faith I did not want to leave my mom at the time you know she's a single mom and I felt like I was leaving her by herself and my friend shout out to Dwayne he um we was 18 and he was like girl you better go like you're going i don't care if i have to come there pack you up and he was going to kansas city or he was going to kansas i was going to missouri kansas city he was like i don't care if i gotta drive you you're going because i was really gonna back out and so to go and everything that happened happened i mean it was bad y'all like i'm leaving out a lot of details it was bad what all had to be endured um being at that school but Um, I thank God for the lesson. But because of that, I then made an inner vow when I left. And some of these things, y'all, I don't even think all the time these inner vows are spoken. And that's deep. Now, you have to give revelation on that because I don't really think all these inner vows are always spoken. I think sometimes it can even be an inner thing that you decide within yourself. Wow. It could be like what creates self-doubt or now low self-esteem because you now made a vow within yourself. And I guess in that time, I made a decision that I was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. Like, and I didn't even realize in that moment how upset I was with God, and that's real. This is real. It was until a few months ago that I um well, it was a few months ago, it was maybe about summertime of last year, but I heard a sermon by Sarah Jakes Roberts and she was talking about Elijah like living in a drought for so long or no, like Obadiah and Ahab living in a drought, but She was basically saying, like, be careful staying in a drought too long because, like, now you're thirsty, but, like, you don't know how to live outside of a drought. And so, like, living in a drought for so long will have you, like, not wanting to step out on faith again. And I remember my old sweet mate, she was trying to get me to move to Texas, which is so funny. She was trying to get me to move to Texas. And I say it's so funny, y'all, because then, like, up until a few years ago anyway we'll leave it alone and i'm saying up until a few years ago that i really loved the city of texas like you know but anyway um when she when we came back that one semester we were here she's like come on let's like do this do that let's get our grades together and let's go but i had already made it in a vow i'm not doing that again and i pinpointed it like not wanting to leave home and i did leave home and i tried and it didn't work and i didn't think that it was i was telling myself now isn't the time oh here we go god is really going tonight at the time i was like it's really not the time for me to go and do that it's really not the time for me to um move away move out of town like my mom, she's going to be here by herself. I still kept putting it on my family. And, like, I was like, I miss my family. That's really far. Um, but really it was because I made an inner vow. And um, I didn't feel like it was the time. And we're going to go ahead and close there because I want to take this back to the Lord. But also, too, um I want to encourage you that the time to start is now. So the time to start breaking those inner vows are now, but also to the time to actually step out on faith and do what God is calling you to do, to be who he's called you to be, to be with the person that he's called you to be with, to step into that thing with full authority because he told us we have dominion to rule over everything here on this earth. That is actually a promise of God that he's given us. He's given us authority to do that but now is the time to start and if you're making excuses whether if it's and I'm not saying excuses condescending because let me tell y'all something transparently y'all I took 3 weeks to do this podcast episode and the reason I took so long to do it I was like okay god like I work Monday through Friday my work life is busy. I'm tired. I'm exhausted, all this other stuff. And I was like, God, like what scripture, like what scripture goes with inner vows? Like I'm hearing thank you next, but like, what, like, what does that even mean? God is so good y'all because there's so much power in just starting. I'm asking him all these questions. And sometimes like we do that with business ideas. We do that with relationships. We do that in friendships we do it in ministry where we feel like we need to do all that and we make excuses why now is not the time or to go back to school to go back and get that certificate to go back and launch that um program to launch that nonprofit we we give these excuses but the best time to start is now and just know that God will bring it into completion if you just start And so I made an excuse for two or three weeks doing this podcast because I didn't know the ins and outs of what I was going to talk about. And today I was like, I'm just going to get it done. I don't really know, but we're going to do it. And what's funny about that is when it came to Find Your Tribe Bible study, that's what I did. I, I did it for weeks. I contemplated, not for weeks, years. I contemplated, started Find Your Tribe since COVID, a little bit before COVID, about starting it because I was like, God, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Are people going to listen to me? I had all these excuses. Um, and when I finally started, I still didn't know what I was going to say, what we're going to talk about, what scripture, nothing. Um, but I just got on there and God did his thing. So the best time to start is now. So come out of agreement with those fears, fears that no one's going to listen to you. No one's going to support you. God said he will bring the people that you need to your business, to your ministry, to fund that nonprofit, to fund that company, to fund your ministry, to fund your conference, to fund the revival, to ref- to fund the editor publishing business, publishing a book. Um, he will send people to not only buy the book, but to give you a grant for it. I don't know who that was for, but... He will also give you, make some people pour into you to give into you. Press down, shake it together, run it over. Just start. And whatever you find yourself in this moment, second guessing like is now the time to start, go back and ask God, what am I still in covenant with? What am I still in agreement with? What inner vow am I still connected to? What inner vow am I still married to? Even if that means you even old relationships by vows the things that you've spoken who are you still married to and are you married to them or are you married to god so let's go ahead and get into the journaling i'm gonna play music until the podcast closes but thank you for jumping on here this was dope this is exciting this is the rebirth thing this is the birthday of Tapping with Tay, so I'm excited. So let's go ahead and get into the journaling prompts. So the two prompts I want you guys to do tonight is write down what are some of the vows. It's prompt number one. What are some of the vows that you have spoken over your life? Actually, we're gonna do three. The second one is what are some of the inner vows you may not have spoken. That may require for you to go back to God and ask God the Holy Spirit. Be like, Holy Spirit, what have I came into agreement with? What are some of the vows I made? And the third one I would say is, how can I move on to my next? What are the instructions to move on to my next? And then start, okay? Because this whole thing was about thank you next. Those times that you were hurt, those times you felt defeated, go back and tell those people, tell those situations, thank you. Because the word of God says, I think Paul said it, Satan put me down on my face multiple times. He brought me down to my knees. But I thank God, now I can boast because in my weakness, God was made the strongest in my life. And so... You got to recognize where you thought you were weak, God was made strong. When you saw you were too weak, God made you strong and you were able to go forward. But you need to boast in that. You need to say thank you so you can go on to your next. So I love y'all. I pray y'all enjoyed and I'll catch you on the next episode. We did it. Have a good night, y'all.